This is always the toughest part. Right? Starting a podcast episode. <laughs> it, it's kind of like starting, like, like at work for me when I write these blog posts all the time. It's like, how, how do I actually start this thing? Usually it's just me sitting there just staring for hours. And then sometimes I'll go read other blog posts and I'll kind of steal their <laughs> ideas of how to start like, my own. Yeah. And I think, honestly, by, by just talking about that just now, we've started the podcast. That is actually very true. We also stole like kind of the same song that another podcast uses, sort of. Did we? Did we I use think. a song? Oh, like the 80s song or whatever yeah, yeah, I found? Yeah, I think it yeah. was. It could be the same one. I don't know, but That's we're allowed to, to use it. I know we that are, much. Just, so. We've got that cool whatever it is. Have you signed that yet? Is that a thing? Oh, no, no, though. The, the thing that I'm getting music from now is is, is the, the paid route. I haven't worked out the details on the other one yet. So, oh, well, fuck it. We'll pay for it. I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of interested right now just watching your neighbors get out of their car. It's, it's kind of creepy in a way because, yeah. you know, they're over there just getting out of their car and it's like, they don't know that somebody's <laughs> watching them get out of their car. Oh. I, I, <laughs> I was going to, I was so about to name drop them. <laughs> I know they've listened to this podcast so far. Oh. Yeah. It's cool. Nah, fuck it. Leave it. I think yeah, it's great. I, I mean, yeah, it's they're great. gonna be like they're gonna be like, Who's this creepy guy that's I mean, I, I mean I'm not being creepy. They just grabbed my attention. They just rolled up and there was lights <laughs> out. Because it was just super dark out there. Now there's a cat walking out of their, their See, garage. There's so. so so many feral cats here. Really? Yeah, it's like an overabundance of wildlife. So nobody like owns the cats or whatever. No. They just like there's bunnies and shit in my backyard. We got we got a lot of rabbits over at my house. A couple um, of meth heads across the road. Yeah, there, there's definitely some of those that live around my house too. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's the area that we Did live I in. Tell you, dude, that somebody like punched a fucking hole in my fence. What? Yeah, like recently. Yeah, like this recently happened. Yeah, like it was just a big fucking thing missing. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, well, that's new, huh? Let's hope my dogs don't get out. You know, so I go over and look at it, and then, like, I flip it around on the back side, and you can clearly see knuckle marks. And then on the front gate, somebody tried to pry that shit open and didn't realize that, like, it was pretty easily accessible, you know? So I guess he was just like, fuck this thing. I'm going to walk over here, and I'm going to punch this hard, inanimate object and just knock the fucking panel out and make my life difficult. Cause I mean, I guess meth, it's a hell of a drug. God damn. <laughs> So anybody, anybody, wow, I guess that's why I don't start the podcast. If you want to go ahead and start the introduction for today's <laughs> episode. This is Stuff You Should Know. No, 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 no. See, I wasn't wow. late that time. You wasn't. I've been practicing. Ever since we recorded that last episode, I've been practicing. Well, that's good. Super hard, so I wouldn't be late again. Well, don't fuck it up again. Because you've already bragged about it. You can't fuck it up now. I mean, I'm never going to mess that up again. I, I got it right up here in the head. In the head? Right in the What's head. What's the topic today? So I thought what we could talk about today is ridiculous things that we feel like we need to purchase throughout life. Like pillows. Yeah, like like in the last episode <laughs> about pillows. But I started thinking about even more things. Like, I'll, 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 let me get started. Here's here's where the, the the idea for this came from. Is I had to go to the dollar store the other day to pick up like some dish detergent. You know, just some necessities needing around the house, like things I just needed. But then I saw like this twenty five dollar charcoal grill. You know, it's not the greatest grill in the world, but I don't want the best grill. I just want you know that charcoal grill that you see like all all the dads and stuff using. Even like though I'm circle? not a dad. Yeah, like just a circle, circle. Yeah. just the base, the most like basic circle. thing. And I was saying to myself, I'm like. Why do I need that? Am I going to use it? Pro probably not. I honestly just wanted it because it just felt like that thing I needed to buy. Because you're that age. Yeah, because I'm getting like, to that age. It's like, you know, used to, like we talked about this before. When we were like 18, 19, it's like, let's go to the guitar shop. Let's spend yeah. like our whole paychecks of $300 for the entire month of work. And buy a crappy guitar. Yeah. yeah. You know, or and now. that yeah, I break constantly. Yeah, and I mean. Now we can buy really nice things, but at the end of the day, the, the, the taste and things are changing. And it's not necessarily things that I, I want to need. Like the other day, I went to Walmart. You know what I wanted to look at? What did you want to look at? Bath towels Jesus and washcloths. Christ. Yeah, I wanted bath towels and washcloths. Bath towels and washcloths? Yeah. 
This was that was the day before that I decided I wanted the grill. <laughs> you should just hit up your local gym. It worked for me for like two years. You know what I mean? <laughs> <So like, laughs> but that would require me to get a membership, and and we'll jump into that topic right, maybe tonight. Actually, you just hold on because let me just tell you, gym memberships. While we're on that topic, I have bought probably. Let me just fucking count here. One, two. Stop counting out loud because it's kind of depressing. <laughs> like at least four gym memberships in the last like two and a half years, maybe. Dang. Right. And guess how many times, dude, I drove by the YMCA in Bristol. Yeah. Did you hear that weird? Like, no. In, in my headphones, <laughs> I heard it was like, kind of like a, like a military helicopter, not like a real one. Like, you know, yeah, like, like a, Godzilla's out. Yeah, it wasn't like that, but I heard it in my headphones. I think my headphones just might be just messing like up. like slow motion helicopter. Yeah, I can't do that, but that was really cool. <laughs> I like that. That was a really good sound effect you had there. <laughs> I'm not proud of it, but, you know, like, I lived in <laughs> I lived in Bristol, and I drove by the YMCA every single fucking day to go home, and I was so stoked for this gym membership, and then, like, I get it. And I go, and I'm in there for like 30 minutes, and I'm on the treadmill, and I'm sweating, and I'm looking out these windows and seeing all these other stoked-ass people pulling in. And I'm like, fuck this. Like, I just want to go home and maybe just eat some waffles, probably <laughs> probably just watch some, some TV, some cooking shows, you know, something, anything other than running on this fucking treadmill. <laughs> and, and it just sucks because, like, I owe them money still, and I've nice. used it like one time. And then, yeah, like it's just super depressing. Well, I think I think you went to the right gym then, because the gym that I went to and signed up for, like they just sucked my money out every month, whether I was there or not. <laughs> and honestly, I, I had I got locked into like an eighteen month subscription because it saved me an additional ten dollars a month to do that. I'm still hearing this crazy static. Are you hearing yeah, that too? I heard that static. It was like it was like. <sighs> Yeah, and, and I, I swear I heard like so a, I a child talking to, like, to us a second ago. You might stop that right now. I mean, I'm serious. Do I, not put that shit in the universe. I, I'm, I'm just saying that's what I thought I heard in my headphones. But anyhow, back to this gym membership. I was locked in for like 18 months, and I think I went into that gym three times, maybe if I'm being gracious, four times. And the first two was to work out with a friend of mine. And the third time... We went to watch some band play at Studio Brew in Bristol, and we were driving back home and had some drinks, and we both really needed to pee. And I was a good, you know, 15, 20 minutes still yet from home, and my friend, he was about a 10 or 15-minute drive, and he's like, well, why don't we just go into the gym? I mean, we got access. So we did. We, we went into the gym. It was, you know, because it's 24 hours, and... We walked in there, we used the bathroom, we hopped in our cars and left, and that was the last time I was ever there, except for when I had to actually go turn in the key uh, <laughs> that I had. So, yeah, yeah, in 18 months, I went to the gym three times that I know of, and once was just to use the bathroom. This one time. This was this is probably, like, the worst gym experience I think I've ever had, but it wasn't really even at the gym. And uh, so we, me and a buddy, who shall not be named, actually I have two fucking two two stories sort of but they're kind of like interlinking sort of and um we were fucking on the way to the gym and he was like let's go ahead and take that pre-workout and i was like that shit is stout like i'm pretty sure the instructions read <laughs> dump on table cut into three lines snort with nose like it's it's fucking powerful shit and so i was like all right we're just fucking slamming back this pre-workout we get to the gym it's fucking closed so what do I got? What, what am I supposed to do with myself now? Now I'm fucked <laughs> up. Now I'm hyper. Like I'm a little angry, you know. My dude, my fucking heart on that drive back home was beating harder than a. It was jackhammering, literally harder than a quarterback on prom night. Wow! Like it was giving it some some fucking some dick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it was. Hey, I mean, you could have just maybe went for a run. Runs are fun. Yeah, I, I like. Chat, to, I'm fat. I like to run. No, not really. I don't. I don't even like to run either. I've never liked running, even since I was a kid. Like, running the mile was my least part of the physical fitness test and all that stuff. Like, just, it's never been my cup of tea. And, I mean, I played sports. I played, like, football and basketball, which both involved quite a bit of running. But 
the people that like did cross country and stuff and just enjoyed just running in general, I just, I don't understand it. I just never got into that. But yeah. Um, Jim's stupid fucking idea. Do not purchase an annual gym membership at yeah, all. Yeah, that's the worst. Month to month is the way to go. No. Timeshares, same fucking thing. Never been to one, but no. I've heard a lot about them. See, I haven't had one, but I know some specific people that, you know, like they get pretty bummed out about knowing that they had one or have, I don't know, past, present, it's still all the fucking same. And, like, you can't get out of those fucking things. No, you get stuck in no, there. No, it's like a... It's, it's, like it's kind of like meeting with a crossroads demon and you just sell your part of your soul and, and you've got to do what they want to do. It's like watching an episode of Supernatural. Right. Great show, by the way. But then at the same time, they did not pay for that plug, but at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> it's like... I, I just... Yeah, fucking time shit. I remember, dude, you remember going through Gatlinburg that day when we were, like, up there day drunk as fuck? walking oh when i got my chef's knife yeah when you got your chef's knife and then like we were walking and that dude was like hey you want to buy a timeshare we were like uh no seems sketchy you're out here with some pamphlets on the side of the street just yelling at everybody that walks by and i'm important now you know you know in hindsight we probably should have took him up on it just to go along for the adventure and see what would have happened i mean I mean, it could have been, like, hostile, and they could have, like, ripped our fingernails and toenails out or something. I think you have to go to, like, some fucking eight-hour Yeah, you have to go watch some, some kind of lecture or whatever. And, and a lot of times, that's how they, they'll get you, is, is they'll tell you, you get a timeshare for free. You can have it for, like, a few days or a week or whatever. In exchange, you have to go to this lecture where they try to really heavily, like, sell you. And sometimes it's even, like, in small, fine print kind of, I don't know, it's, it's kind of like a scam, essentially where you don't even really get your timeshare if you don't end up purchasing it or whatever. I don't know. It's stupid. It's something I've never done. I, I had an uncle. He he did it. And he said there was pros and cons to it. He said, you know, it, it was nice knowing that you had it, but you only got to use it maybe once or twice out of the year. And the, the amount you had to pay to actually be able to go once or twice, you might as well just get, you know, and nowadays you could get an Airbnb. I don't think Airbnbs were a thing back then when he had his timeshare, but... You know, that is kind of the thing there. <laughs> I remember that day that we were on Facebook Live in Gatlinburg, that same Yeah, because we day. rode the uh, we rode the Ferris wheel, yep. and we were like the only two people at, was it Margaritaville? Yeah, it was Margaritaville. Yeah. Yep, and then... It was the Nike outlet. <laughs> went, went a little wild there. I did. <laughs> I did. I remember walking up to that one dude. He was sitting, like standing outside of the... One of the bathrooms, you know, and here I am just being myself and on Facebook Live while you're doing whatever you were doing and fucking, he just looks at me, he's just staring at me and I'm like, ah, oh, it's cool, man. Like, I'm not some creepy homeless dude, you know? And he was like, yeah, I kind of knew that because you were wearing Jordans. And I was like, <laughs> well, just wanted to make sure you knew that I wasn't going to pickpocket you, you know what I mean? And then... That was just... I don't know. It seems like a kind of a smart aleck comment on his part because, you mean, you, you could have just, like, grabbed him by the throat and just been like, listen, I am actually homeless, and I stole these Jordans. No. The guy looked just like so you. So you get a good old Confederate ass whooping down at the gate in <laughs> gate, Gatlinburg or whatever the fuck they wanted. Pigeon Forge. I fucking hate that place. Yeah. It is not fun. It is a cesspool of fake-ass moonshine. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of fun when you're a kid, I guess. And, and that's something else that kind of goes along with the topic of what we were talking about today is you know, these random things that we start purchasing just because we get to these certain age areas and it's like, oh, yeah, I leveled up in life. I have to go buy this thing is um, is like places kind of start to lose their significance. Because I remember when I was a kid, Pigeon Forge was the best place in the world. But now that I go to Pigeon Forge and I have to like pay for everything and I have to drive and then I have to like worry about all this other stuff. It isn't as fun. That's why I'd rather go. If I am going to go, I'm going to go to Gatlinburg, which I'm not going to go right now because it's a cesspool of just craziness Rona. right now. Yeah, the Rona. Um, but, yeah, I, I like to go to Gatlinburg because everything's in walking distance. and I don't have to worry about driving. And I, I hate driving in places like that because you, you get people from all over the place and everybody drives differently. It's like every state, which every state does have their own, like, ways of people <laughs> you driving. That, Tom? You made me drive after Warp Tour to fucking Myrtle Beach. <laughs> yeah, we we had a pretty fun little adventure there. I was hallucinating from tiredness, from just yeah, just it was so bad. Dude. Remember, remember going to McDonald's and like nobody wanted to go to the trash can. It was, it was in, fucking sketchy. Yeah, I mean it, it was sketchy. It was super there was sketchy, a lot dude. Going there were on like down people there. fucking sitting under pine trees and shit. I'm not doing that. Yeah, 
Yeah, that 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 was a good times though. Like we we listened to a lot of good music. Like that's when I found out from you about Bumpin' Uglies and who was some of the other ones. I don't know. We listened to so much music on the way down there because the girls they fell asleep and just left us to do our own thing. Yeah, but they they do that shit all the time. Yeah, I guess you know we can give them we can give them a break. You give them a break. Yeah, that's fair. They, they got to deal with stuff that we don't have to deal with. <laughs> uh, nobody could see those faces um, yeah but back to the stuff that you really don't need to buy on an off topic sort of on topic let's talk about grocery stores for a minute okay sketchy have you looked at how they sell things yeah it's interesting and, and well I kind of know where you're going with this where I'm in like more of like a marketing field and yeah, things yeah. so I kind of know what you're about to say and I won't spoil it for everybody listening but yeah I've paid attention to it <laughs> it's just like they they get you you go in and the first thing you see is like fucking cakes it's yeah. like fucking cakes and candies and it's, it's all the things that you don't need yeah you don't have to have it yeah you know pre-chopped vegetables who's I mean, lazy I, I mean sometimes I am you could say, I mean, I could do the math. I don't know how much you could save a year. I don't really know what you buy, so now I, I can't do the math, but it's okay. Fucking, but I was reading this thing today where apparently the music that they play inside of a grocery store boosts sales per customer by 40%. So is that why every year for Christmas, Walmart has like exclusive rights to play? That Mariah Carey Christmas song. That something no about one wants Christmas. to hear? Yeah. I, I think fucking it, hate Christmas. I had to work there through a Christmas and listen to that song. It played like every other song. God, how did you for, not for months. go home and fucking keep this man away from sharp objects when he gets <laughs> off the job? <laughs> well, it was more of like, like I would go home and like I'm not a big fan of that show, Doctor Who. Like I'm not the biggest fan of it. But I really wanted to learn how to make one of those time machines so I could go back in time and prevent Mariah Carey from being born so that song would have never been created. I fucking hate that song. It's, it's awful. Well, I mean, if you only hear it like once a year, it may not be the worst thing. Once is too I, much. Yeah, I mean, I, I still don't want to hear it. But working in retail through that, awful. But it is it is interesting. I never knew about the, like the music part of things. Well, I, it's the same way with psychology. With like... So say you buy everything that's on your grocery list, right? And you yeah. get this fucking 10-ounce thing of orange juice. And you get up to the line and you're like, ah, I didn't need that orange juice, right? What are the chances that you're going to turn around, say excuse me to all of those people behind you in line, especially right now at this yeah. moment, and put that motherfucker back? You're going to bite the bullet and pay fucking however much for this 10-ounce thing of orange juice only to not want it. Yeah, now there are some times where, like, I've gotten up to the checkout and I've had an item, and let's say I found it on the shelf and it said it was like five bucks, and then I get to the register and it says ten. My immediate response is like, no, and I, I just I sit it down. Well, I always do the self checkout too, so I'll just tell the attendant, be like, hey, I don't want this. I'm not I'm not getting this. Just letting you know. Yeah. And then I put it back. But yeah, I could see like orange juice or like meat or something frozen or whatever. I would feel less likely to do that because then i would know that an associate has to like do something with it right away or else i do you know you can't just leave it but like a like a dry product or something i mean you could just leave it sitting there but you know. yeah i mean and don't be and while we're on that topic even though i don't work in retail anymore don't be that type of person that decides you don't want something and you just leave it somewhere randomly in the store either either go put it back or give it to an associate and put right your away. fucking buggies back man your trolleys your carts whatever the fuck you call them Put them back, you lazy fuck. There ain't no sense in that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. And, and, like, I hate the people, and if you are this type of person that would say this, then when I say I hate the people, yes, I mean I hate you. Um, They're like, well, I'm just giving them something to do. That's job security. That is the dumbest. <laughs> that is stupid. I think I think we might need to just get off of the episode for just a second of the idea of things you shouldn't buy. And just talk about dumb things that people say and all the different professions we've been a part of. Because I think that would make for a great thing. Yeah, I mean, that works for me. Because, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that was really stuff I used to hear. Like, um, years ago, I used to work for Lowe's, and I, I was a cashier 
And when you didn't have anybody in your line, you were to go to the front of your line and, and just stand there and just greet people as they're walking along to say, hey, how are you having a good day? And be ready for when people want to check out. So, I mean, that was what I was told to do. I mean, I think that's what they – they may not do it now with COVID, but um, the, the number one response I'd always get from people was, you look like you need something to do. I fucking well, I'm going to let you ring me up. God damn. But yeah, well, I mean, I was doing something. I was standing here getting paid. I was getting paid to stand <laughs> here, and now I have here. to do, like, more work. I've got this thing in my hand and a determined look on my face. Like, I'm ready <laughs> to just not have to do shit. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Long John sucked. That's oh. my first job. Ooh, yeah. no, I couldn't do For all food. of you people that are, are bitching about fucking hourly wage, I wish you could have... Uh, 2005 that was a cool year when it was like 515 yeah, a like hour dude then. i had to like i was back here slinging shrimp and fish like nobody's goddamn business dude i was a goddamn hush puppy master with that fucking scooper you know and by, that shit is fucking gross though like, I bet your bedroom smelled awesome it was fucking terrible yeah. no, actually i showered when i got home because it was just too bad like i couldn't do it yeah. like it just got to the point like i'd bring a change of clothes and change before i got in my car yeah, that's, uh, even in even in the pizza restaurant, that, that's kind of how I was. I would always just go greasy. It's, it's nasty. Gross, yeah, it's so disgusting. And like, there's, I mean, eh. who the fuck eats vinegar on fish? Can I ask that question? Do you do it? Because I feel like you do it. You're, you you kind of got that face like you don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, like, I think I might have tried it at some point in my life, but uh, if I'm going to eat anything on fish, tartar sauce. But honestly, I, I like just dipping my fish in ketchup. See, I can't do ketchup. I can't. It, well, it has to. It's certain fish, like like if yeah. we're talking Long John Silver's, I I can dip that fish in ketchup. But now, if it's like a good fish, like some you know mai mai or tuna or something like that, I'm not putting that in ketchup. It just ruins it. Yeah. No. Now, if I get like store bought chicken of the sea tuna fish, tuna fish. I mean, I can eat make a sandwich. Make a sandwich. Yeah, I'll throw <laughs> like some mayonnaise on it. I like mayonnaise on there, but oh, that's make a sammy. That's about it. Make a sammy. Make a sammy. I knew a guy named Sammy once. He worked with me at a pizza place. Wow. Weird stories there, but we're not going to go into those. Yeah, I knew a guy once that was named Sammy, and he uh, turned out to... We're just not going to talk about that either. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just, just. Yeah, so some more things that people say <laughs> Yeah. In, in those settings. Another thing, I, I really didn't get this a lot, but Megan gets this every now and then, is uh, like if something won't scan. Like, well, I guess if it won't scan, it means I get it for free. Right. Do you remember when yeah. we were telemarketers? Oh, gosh. Jesus Christ. That was the like, most depressive time of my life. The whole part of my life yeah. right there was nothing but just depression. I mean, the, the crazy thing about it is when, when I was doing telemarketing, again, minimum wage was like five fifteen an hour, and I think I was making about nine twenty five. I was making at least $9 an hour, which, you know, being fresh out of high school, making $4 over the minimum wage, I thought I was like a king back then because I could buy any and everything. But it was very miserable. The one, the biggest thing that I got from everybody, other than just getting cussed out every single day. Fucking minute. Yeah. But the biggest thing was, why don't you go get a real job? Or why don't you go to college so you can get a real job? And I'm like, like, I mean, this is a real job. I'm here making money. It's not a great job, but I'm making money. Why are you answering your house phone then? Yeah. At fucking one o'clock in the whatever time that is in the evening, you know? Lunch. Yeah, of course. You, you, I guess you got to think too. Is is back in back when we were calling, not everybody had caller IDs back then. No, I say a lot of people still had the answer machines, and probably not even the digital ones. Probably the ones with little bitty tapes. Do you remember those? Fucking tapes, man. Yeah, I remember those days. And everybody's always have these like goofy things. Like the thing to do. I remember even on on cell phones when it first started becoming more of the thing, and people started getting rid of the house phones. Was, hey, what's going on? And then you'd be like, no, nah, not much, man. What's happening? This is like, Travis from uh, Bank of America Card Services. How are you today, ma'am? And then that's just, it's fucking, they hate you from that point. Oh, yeah, they just they, flip. They fucking hate you, you know? And then the ones that don't flip out and actually will listen to what you have to say and go through the process, like, I actually felt bad for them because I didn't, I didn't, yeah. you know, agree with what I was selling. I was selling uh, more, what was I selling? I started off with the the fake Bank of America thing. If you ever noticed with that Bank of America, it was spelled, bank was spelled B-A-N-C, not B-A-N-K, because you were not actually calling for the real Bank of America. You were calling from another Bank of America 
that had nothing to do with banking at all. It was that supplemental insurance oh, stuff. Fun. Yeah, that shit was horrible. And they just had a list of customers from the real Bank <laughs> America. Ah, sketchy. Was definitely a part of that. And you know that uh, that company? Well, they they at least don't exist in the the location we used to work at. But I don't think they exist at all. Like, and it was really sketchy when they did shut down. It's yeah. just like. They told everybody, and they're like, all right, at the end of the week, we're, we're gone. And then that place was cleared out and gutted, paperwork gone, computers gone, and it was, it was pretty sketchy yeah, stuff. Yeah, I just took my L and left, dog. <laughs> like, I was yeah. like, I'm going to a factory, make big boy money. And then they were like, no, Travis, don't leave. And then like two weeks later, they closed. So Yeah. Well, I, I quit long before that. I think I was there maybe about three months, and then I was out. I just yeah, couldn't do that it. That place is a fucking, it sucks the soul out of you, dude. It really does. Yeah, you're not kidding. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, anybody listening, never, ever, ever go into telemarketing. I think between food service and retail and management and everything I've done, telemarketing was hands down the the worst. worst. It was fucking terrible. And I mean, I even worked in customer service. And I'm not talking like, you know, customer service as being a cashier or customer service as being like a server or whatever. I'm talking about straight up, if you have a problem with a product or a purchase or anything else, I'm the guy you deal with. And telemarketing was worse. Have you ever been fired from a job? I have not. I have. I've, I've, I've never even been close to being fired. Oh, dude, I didn't give a fuck. Like, I've quit a lot of jobs. See, I got fired under false pretenses of apparently supposed to show up for work, and I didn't know that I was scheduled. See, I worked at this sweet hospital that I can't fucking name um, because, you know, it's here in our town, and this shit travels fast, and people be like, oh, look, he's talking shit, and then there's a lawsuit that I can't afford. But um, they would drain me. But, yeah, so, like, I just remember having, like, the day off. Like, I got three days off in a row. I just, you know, turned my phone off, bro. I was stoked. I'm going to sleep in. And then I turned my phone on at, like, maybe it was, like, 11 a.m. I woke up. And I had, like, six new voicemails. And they were like, Travis, uh, this is so-and-so from this hospital. And uh, we're wondering if you're coming in today. Uh, it is uh, it's it's past 4.50, and um, you're still not here. So if you could go ahead and come on in, that'd be great. And I'm like, the fuck? Like, you know, last time I checked, I didn't have it. The next one's like, Travis, uh, seems like you're not here today. I guess I'm going to have to go cover your job. Uh, just give us a call. Let us know what's going on. And then, like, my shift always ended at 2. And then they were like, Mr. Delp, like that's when you know she got serious. They called me by my last name and like, Mr. Delp, I'm gonna need you to bring your uh, your badge and your keys up here and turn them in. So I was pissed. I was like, what the fuck, dude? I had three days off <laughs> and they fucking wrote me in while I was off work and right. nobody told nobody me. Told you. Nobody yeah. told me. Nobody called. Like this is some shady shit. So I roll up to the director, you know, of this so-called hospital, and I go in there and then I was like talking to her and I'm like, look, you know, like they're telling me I'm pretty much fired. Is this like a thing? And she goes, well, I don't know what to tell you. I don't really handle that. And I'm like, bitch, you are the director. <laughs> like that's pretty much what you do. And so I'm like, what can I do? And she's like, well, maybe you can go over there and talk to him, but I don't know. It seems like maybe you can beg for your job. And I'm like, I am not a fucking beggar and I will not beg. Like, and you know this, <laughs> like I won't fucking beg, bro. Like I'll, I'll fucking... I'll take my loss. I don't give a shit. And so I drive around to the other side and I go in to food service and I walk up to this office and there sits old fucking piece of shit, man. That's what we're going to call him <laughs> for this episode. He said, how's it going, Travis? Can I get that badge and keys? And I just balled them motherfuckers up, dude. And I slung them and tagged him right in the side of the fucking face. And I have never felt better about anything in my whole ass life. And I knew that I would probably never be an employee of that specific areas of anything <laughs> like state government just, just none nothing, of that yeah anything that they're involved in i don't get any part of ever again same thing yeah. with utility trailer fuck that up too but it's okay technically with them i quit i yeah. didn't get fired there you i go. quit kind of a little bit after but yeah well you know yeah i mean i've had some pretty crazy run-ins and encounters and in, in stuff before but Nothing really that cool. You remember, uh, did you ever see the movie Rockstar with, uh, what's his face, uh, Mark Wahlberg, I believe it was? I have not seen that movie. So it's really good. It's about this band. I think they were called like Steel Dragon or something like that. I, I can't remember. But anyhow, he's like a big fan of of this band. And he, he looks almost just like the singer and he sounds just like him. 
Well, then the singer basically has this big meltdown and the band decides to kick the singer out and then they have tryouts for new people to come in. And then Mark Wahlberg's character gets picked and he becomes a part of the band. And, you know, at first it's like all fun and he's all innocent and everything. And then as time goes on, he's just as, as wild and crazy as the rest of them. He's one of the members of the band. And then there was uh, this scene at the very end where the guy that uh, is like their band manager, he, he talks about, tells a story about this guy that went to take a piss. And that basically just meant he quit. He just, yeah. you know. So at the end, when, when he realizes he's done, he, he finds somebody else in the audience, and it basically the story just continues with a new huh. person. He hands the guy the microphone, brings him on stage to sing a song, just like he did at the start of the movie. And he starts walking off the stage, and he, he starts walking by the band manager, and the band manager looks at him. He's like, what are you doing? And he just looks at him. He's like, I'm going to go take a piss. So I worked for a car dealership <laughs> a few years ago. Okay. And uh, from, from day one of working there, I was excited. I was optimistic. I was trying to look at it in a positive light, but I found out I'm definitely not a car salesman. Oh, my God. I remember and, the uh, stories from this place. It was, was like I, a fucking fraternity. Yeah, dude. It was it was bad. It was like who could fart the loudest, who could spit the biggest dip and just, you just it, show up, H-O-N-D-A, Honda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It was, it was just not the right place for me. And I remember sitting at my desk one day, and I had asked these guys for like, I was there for about two weeks, I think. I think we should and, tattoo uh, Honda in Greek letters on your chest. I mean, let's do it. <laughs> you won't. You, just, you, schedule you won't fucking it in do and, it. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I'll see what the Greek letters look like first <laughs> to make sure it's not going to look that stupid. I mean, what am I saying? I'm going to get Honda tattooed on my chest in Greek letters. But oh, You're talking, so I'll Google it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting there at my desk. I've been there for about two weeks, and, you know, we all had our own little cubicle spaces. And then I get to my cubicle. There's not even, like, a computer in it. It's basically just a cleared-out space and some wires. And eventually, we get myself a computer put together because I asked for one, and uh, they're like, well, just... Just go around the area, all the offices and stuff, and just find whatever you need and put it together. I was like, okay, don't you have like an IT department that would do that for me? So I went and I found myself a phone. I found a computer and all this stuff, but the the computer would never connect to the internet. The phone wouldn't work or anything like that. And they're like, oh, it's fine. We got a networking guy coming in here in a few days to fix a bunch of stuff. We'll get yours taken care of too. So he was supposed to come in on like that Friday, and I was off the Friday or the Saturday, I don't remember exactly, but I came back in on Monday, and everything was supposed to be up and going, and I asked him, like, hey, did the IT guy come get everything fixed? They're like, oh, yeah, you got it all fixed. It's all good to go. So I go to my desk. My phone still doesn't work, and my computer still doesn't connect to the Internet, and that's where all of our, like, address books were. They were probably we like, call people. Chad, I need you to pick them numbers up. Make them yeah, calls, man. That's, that's pretty much exactly what they were doing. But I didn't have my numbers or my computer or anything to do this stuff. <laughs> did you say fucking... So, you know, this keeps going on and on. And then one day, you know, people are like snatching sales away from me. And it's just, I'm just realizing this place is stupid. Cutthroat. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was kind of cutthroat, but it's also just dirty. Like the whole car salesman business, it's as dirty as you think it is. Sorry, just, yeah, people, I don't man. like some it. It's just definitely not me. I mean, there's some good people out there. There yeah, are some I mean, honest people some, in it. You know? Yeah. Roman but, uh, Roman used to be a car salesman. Yeah. That dude can sell anything. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not a salesman. He could sell like steel flip flops, bro. But I can't sell it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd probably buy it. Just being, being I've honest. got a funny story to tell you. But yeah, basically, uh don't forget it. Keep it on the front of your head because my story's pretty much done at this point. But I was just sitting there one day, just sitting in my comp- uh, little cubicle looking around. I'm like, do I want to <laughs> do this for the rest of my life? Do I even want to do this for the rest of the day? So I just packed all my stuff up. Now, I didn't have a lot of things, but I had enough <laughs> things. I just packed it up as much as I could carry in a bag. I even left a few things. There was like a brand new Apple iPhone charger that I'd bought and a wall plug and a couple other little things. And I'm starting to walk out the door, and one of the internet sales guys turns and looks at me. He's like, are you quitting? And I just looked at him dead serious. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to take a piss. <laughs> and I just walked out to my car and as soon as I got in my car I called my supervisor from my job that I just left two weeks prior to go to work at this car dealership and they I was like hey take you back. yeah they do I was like hey so I just I just quit my job at the car dealership and you know that was in Kingsport my old job was in Bluff City and I was like um can I come back and they're like can you come today so I showed up at the pizza place in like a suit and tie and just made pizzas the rest of the day oh fuck yeah yeah, it worked out perfect. Yeah. It was great. So speaking on car dealerships, that, that had me thinking about uh, 
a funny little story here. Um, <laughs> being a buddy, uh, I'm just I'm not gonna throw his name out there until he's on here. Hopefully, we can get him on here. And uh, so here we are. We're sitting at the uh, the old tattoo shop, and we're all like, "Oh, Steak and Shake just opened, bro." We should oh, go God. get Steak and Shake. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I've never had Steak and Shake. Let's go get Steak and Shake. <laughs> and so we're in this ginormous fucking truck, this goddamn huge Tundra. And we're driving down the interstate. It's just me and him. We pull into the pinnacle, you know. And Steak and Shake is, like, lined out the fucking to the road. It's yeah. just insane. So we, like, we pull into the parking lot finally. And then all of a sudden he he looks and there's like a there's like a spot that's kind of open but it looks kind of sketchy but we're like fuck it you know, and he's like I think I can make it and I was like mm, I don't know <laughs> you know I don't know and so he's like I think we can make it and he just whips it in there dude and all you hear is like <laughs> like just fucking metal on metal and he goes did I just hit that car? And I was like, did it sound like you fucking didn't hit the car? <laughs> like, I was like, did it sound anything like you didn't? And so he's like, fuck. And he slams it in park and he jumps out. I'm still in the front seat, okay? Windows are up. I'm laughing to the point to where he can hear me outside of the vehicle laughing <laughs> at him. And he's like, Travis, Travis. And I was like, what, what? And he's like, Come out here. And I was like, fuck you. I'm not coming out there. There's people that's pointing and laughing, dude. Like, I'm not getting out of this truck. And so he looks up and he's like, bro, bro, this thing, this thing's got fucking 30-day tags on it. And I was like, oh, All the my car God, yes. I was like, oh, oh, shit. And he's like, come on out here. I'm like, no, I'm not coming out of the car. <laughs> so he fucking, I get out of the car, you know. He, he, he gets me out of the car. We're fucking walking. And... He goes and tells this lady, and he was like, yeah, so can you, like, see if, you know, somebody's car, whatever, whose car this is? And the lady wasn't even, she didn't give a fuck. Like, no subtlety whatsoever. She literally just jumped on a table, threw her hands up in the air. She's like, attention, everyone. Whoever drives the Honda Civic outside with 90 or 30-day tags, uh, somebody's hit your car. So not only did we have, like, Half of Bristol's attention when we hit the motherfucker. Now we have all of its attention. That sounds like a everybody. No, situation. everybody fucking comes outside. I'm laughing outside of the vehicle so hard as this kid is standing beside of me whose car had been hit. I couldn't fucking help it. And my buddy was like, "Ah, oh, come on over here. We'll uh, we'll fucking check out the damage." You know, he's like, "I don't think it. It might not be too bad." And they get over there, and the kid's like. You know, it's dark, by the way. And the kid's like, no, nah, it don't look too bad. <laughs> and my buddy goes, shoot, you wait till you see this motherfucker in the morning. <laughs> like, it was fucking, <laughs> dude, it was caved in. Oh. And dude, the funniest thing ever was, he's calling to get insurance on something a while back. And they're like, ah, you know, Mr. So-and-so, we uh, we see you got a, a wreck here on your, uh, on your history. And he was like, I don't got no fucking wreck, you know? I, I don't have no wreck. He's like broke my fucking thing at one point on one vehicle but other than that that was it you know like i ain't been in a fucking wreck and they're like oh it was from 2016 and he was like god damn it the pinnacle (laughs) 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 yeah thinking about the pinnacle there's lots of last time i was up there there was like cops everywhere and just people congregating in the in the parking lots and people can't drive up there not at all all. i'm way too far away from this mic not at all it's a you know, I have a very big love-hate with the Pinnacle. I love it because there's there's a lot of great places up there to go, like Bed Bath & Beyond to look at $100 pillows and, you know, craft stores and things like that. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely got a lot of stuff. But, honestly, I miss the mall. I like the mall a lot better because, you know, you didn't have to worry about driving and parking and stuff. You just park your car, you go inside, and every store is accessible. You don't have to worry about rain you or snow stoop, or obliterating though. heat. The kids on the stoop. Yeah. at the bottom. They're like, what are you doing, motherfucker? And you're like, going in to buy some stuff? Yeah, I bet you are. And it's like, yeah, kind of am. Why don't you fuck off over there in that goddamn flower bed or something, you know? <laughs> like, just leave us the fuck alone. Why are you here? I don't know what entrance you were going in, but I never I went in the back it. way because I, uh, I was a rebel. Well, I used edgy. to go in. I forget what it was. It was kind of one of the main entrances on the other side of where the Sears Auto Center was, and you went down, and the customer service desk was straight ahead. Straight ahead. That was a good entrance, but then my cousin turned me on to going in into Sears because 
as soon as you walk through Sears, bam, you're right there at like where Spencer's was and then like all the stuff and you just yeah. work your way to the back. And uh, people didn't park there as much. They always went to the other sides because, you know, unless you were specifically going to Sears, you probably weren't going to park in the Sears parking lot. So that's where we went. <laughs> I like that pretty well. I had some shitty times at that mall. I uh, participated in a Halo tournament in that mall back, I think it was Halo 2, I think. I can't remember. It's It's been a long time ago, but uh, we lost. <laughs> yeah. Our best player, um, we'd been practicing. It was a team of four, and we'd been practicing hard for like, I don't know, weeks, <laughs> months. And we were, we were really tight together. And uh, I'm sure this person, if they ever do listen, they wouldn't mind the name drop. But uh, the the guy that was our best player. He was like our sniper and like he was just amazing at this game. He blew us off to go on a date with a girl. That's fucked. Yeah, that was that was bad times, That's dude. Fucked. I mean, this is like we're talking like freshman year of high school. Yeah, but I bet they've already broke up. Yeah, I mean, he's he's married to, you know, somebody great now and has a cool life and everything. So he basically screwed over his friends for some girl he's not even with anymore. Yeah, so if you hear that, yeah. you're just a bad person, at but, least in my career. But that's not the person that I, I'm, I'm going to name drop. So oh, the person that shit. ended up joining, joining us was Tim Coleman. God. And Tim had never really even played before. Uh, he wasn't even really a big gamer. Tim was all about music. We just happened to run into him at the mall that day. And uh, if we didn't get a fourth, we had to forfeit. And we're like, Tim, please, just play Halo with us. We're in this tournament. It's already taken care of. You just got to hop in and just cover us. And uh, we came in dead last. It was really bad. But it was a great experience. <laughs> super, it was a lot of fun. It was a strong start off there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but thanks to Tim. Like, if you ever listen to this podcast, thank you so much for hopping in and playing Halo with us that day. I at least got to experience somewhat of a competitive dream in the esports world, which is a huge now. Just imagine if I would have continued on from that day. I wouldn't have just took that ale that day and gave up gaming competitively. <laughs> I would have kept going. I could be like, I could have been like this next millionaire, eighteen-year-old. I've taken more L's than W's, though. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I think I think some L's are good for you because I, I think you learn you. more from your lo- your losses than you do your wins. Yeah, that's why you don't give kids participation trophies. Yeah, I agree. How do you know what you're good at unless you fucking suck at something? You know what I mean? I mean, I think I think participation trophies are fine in like like t-ball, just you know, because then you're like, I don't know if your kid yeah, sucks good. and your kid fucking sucks. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean. It is what it is. Not all of them. I mean, yeah, like T-ball. Like, say you play T-ball and you suck at it. That might be the only trophy you get the rest of your life. But then, you you, you know, you go to your grave thinking. And you still grew up to be a failure. You know? Uh, exactly. <laughs> but you'll at least have that T-ball trophy or whatever. Yeah. And see, I, I don't know. I remember getting trophies from just playing basketball throughout the years. But the trophies had numbers on them. So, like, if your team was number one, you got the first place trophy. And as as your team did less and less and less, yeah, you might still got a trophy, but it might have been the size of your hand versus being this big, massive thing that you'd want to display on your mantle. is my trophy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to take that. I know. (laughs) There's so many ways because you're really good at drawing and tattooing, so maybe your hand is your trophy because of that. It's for other things. I mean, use it to eat food, drive your car. Mow the lawn. All right. It's a point proven. Do you remember that? T- I ain't going to get into that story tonight. See, now, now you're doing what Megan does to me a lot. You start to bring something up and you're like, no, nah, I'm not going to talk you about that. Me. You, no, not, you openly I, admitted <laughs> that you fucked me over. Did I? For your gain on New Year's night. When? Which New Year's? There's been lots of New Year's. Okay. Let's talk about the most fucking one. Are that, we talking about the New the, Year's? New, yeah, the New Year's. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's not this one. past New Year's, but yeah. the New Year's. So this is going to be one oh, of those things we that we're going to have to talk Everybody about together. To buckle, buckle up, up and <laughs> strap gonna, it in because this is going to be one yeah. heck of a ride. So <laughs> this is going to have to bounce back and forth. And I uh, guess before we do get into this story today, let's go ahead and take a short ad break for our sponsor. Throw that in there, and then we're going to get into some madness. Before the ad break, you were saying that we were going to go down this wild and crazy road. That to, you fucked me over to on. that New Year's. And That's been, <laughs> gosh, what, about eight years ago? No, it's been longer. It's been 2010. It was 2010? Yeah, 2010. It was, so it was the same year as the tornado? It was when Chrome was open. Wow. Yeah. Because I, I think it was the same year. Well, technically, it was the New Year's after the tornado hit Glade. Yeah. Because I remember uh, Susan... Uh, <laughs> 
she and I went through Glade, and she was like, oh, wow, it got devastated here. It's <laughs> Your crazy. fucking it so tornado different. story is probably one of the funniest fucking things. That's I've what we can talk heard. about on the next episode yeah. is some wild stuff, because the way that I can <laughs> describe that is pretty great. It is. The fucking, the beginning, though, when you were arguing, it's like... Mm. Oh. I had to think of a cover name for her, too. Yeah. Name drop. Anyway, so on to uh, when Chad fucked me over one time. So what Chad had done was in, we had In my this, defense before this gets started, I thought I was doing you a favor. No. How could you look at that and think anything about that's well, okay? Well, I mean, all right. So when you, when you get into the description of what this person looked like, they didn't look like that in the pictures that I saw. And I actually, I technically hung out with them beforehand, but they didn't look that bad. But now dressed up on New Year's, it was like a peacock exploded all over Jesus, the face. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. So, yeah, so we have a mutual buddy who we were in a band with, and you got to start from the beginning of this story because he was hanging out with said chick. And you want me to tell that part since yeah, we were all kind of hanging out together doing stuff? Yeah, you tell that, and then we'll have to cut this part right here. So, so the, basically the way this, this, this all played out was myself and George, the, the other guy that we were in the band with, uh, so I, I dated this girl named Susan in college, and uh, I always had this rule that I will never date somebody twice. Like if we didn't work out the first time, nine times out of ten, we're not going to work out the second time. But this one time, I was about to make an exception. So... Susan and I started talking randomly, and she wanted to come back in town and kind of visit and everything. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. So what our plan was was to go to the Speedway and Lights and go eat some Mexican food and just kind of casually get back into things and just start talking, just hang out more so as friends because she was going to be in town. Um, so she and I decided to do like a double date thing because she had a friend she wanted to hang out with. And I'm like, well, hey, you know, my friend George, we hang out all the time, so let's go on this double date. You see me staring at you across the table <laughs> right now. Tra Travis isn't George, by the way. I'm not George. But uh, so George and I back back in the day used to really love Jägermeister, and we drank a lot of it. So basically what happened, we, we got to Los Arcos, um, I think we ate at the one in Abingdon because that was always his favorite. And uh, the one at Exit 14, the bigger one. Yeah. So we had this massive bottle of Jaeger. And we ended up, I don't remember I don't remember exactly how it went, but I just remember we drank a ton of this Jaeger. And we met up with the girls at the Food City in Bluntville. It was my first time ever being on, like, that highway out towards Bluntville <laughs> and stuff. That sucks. Whole new world for it's me. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, it was, it was pretty wild. And this was at nighttime, but we met up with the girls, and then we went out to eat. And while we were at the Mexican restaurant, we drank even more Jaeger shots, and we were pretty obliterated. So maybe that's why I thought this girl was like, yeah, man. She's, yeah, nope. But, uh, yeah, we, we hung out. We walked around the Speedway and Light stuff. We had a great time. It was a lot of fun. And that was about it. And then we decided that the four of us would spend New Year's together, New Year's Eve, and we were going to go to Chrome. It was a club down in Johnson City. And it all worked out perfect. But what, that what, same what, night... What happened to George? So that same <laughs> night, uh, uh, George and I were, were going home. George, George was driving us, as he usually did. And uh, I, I know that George was had a little bit too much to drink, and I, and I asked George if he would like to come and stay at my house because... You know, from, from Bristol to to Glade was, you know, a pretty good drive. It took us about 30 minutes or so yeah. to get from, you know, whatever. And, you know, George's house was another 20, 25 minutes up the road. So I was like, hey, George, do you want to stay at my house tonight? And he was like, no, nah, man, I got it. Nah, I'm man. just going to go on home. I got it. It's, it's fucking cool. Get out of my way. Let me have my keys. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, you know, he dropped me off at the gas station where my car was, and I drove to my house, and... And that was the last I heard from George until Travis called me where he's yeah, going to pick so, up from the story. So I'm asleep in my shitty little Section 8 style apartment that I had at one point. And uh, I wake up to a missed phone call and I dial it back. And it is having in fucking regional jail. And I'm like, oh, okay. What did you guys call me for? And he's like, must have been an inmate. And I was like, oh, well. All right, well, I'll holler at you later. Have a good one. Hung up. Definitely tried to tried to text old George, and as I texted old George, I got no response. And so I started to kind of get a little concerned, and I was like, huh, what the fuck, you know? This is wild. And I called him back, and I was like, 
you wouldn't by any chance happen to have old uh, George so-and-so, would you? And they were like, hold on, let me look at the little dockets we got here. And I was like, all right. And so they came back and said, yeah, we got him. And I was like, oh, what'd you get him for? And they're like, well, we got him driving under the influence and a lot of other things that can't be said. And I was like, okay, well, cool. And then I called Chad over here and I said, Chad, you need to come over now. Yeah, now. I, was, I was actually working that day. I was out delivering pizzas yeah. when you called me. Yeah, and so you get to my house. We're sitting there. We're we're just staring at each other, and I'm like, who's going to call George's mom, bro? <laughs> and you were like, not me. No nose on that shit. And I was like, great. Fuck me. So we dialed the number, and then as we're dialing the number, she picks it up, and she says, hello. And I was like, hey. I'm going to change her name, too. I said, hey, uh, Margaret. Margaret. He's <laughs> just not even <laughs> close. But I don't even think I know what her name is. I do, and I'm not saying it. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't <laughs> yeah. say it. And I was like, yo, Margaret, um, what you doing? And she's like, nothing, Travis. What do you need? Have you heard from, from George? And I was like, ah, about that, you know? And she's like, what? And I'm like, George is in jail. And then I held the phone away from my ear like two foot, and she was like, are you fucking kidding? Just like screaming at every fucking thing, mother fucked me up and down, bro. Yeah, and you had yeah. nothing to do nothing with it. Nothing to do you with it. I was, yeah, I was a victim of circumstance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're just the messenger. So, so fucking, I hang up. His dad calls me and he says, "All right, Travis, what do you think we should do?" And I was like, "Well, me and Chad, we've got the money. Like, we can go, we can go post bail for him if you want us to." And he says, "No, no." You let that boy learn his fucking lesson. Didn't. You remember that shit? Because we still got called liars over that. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Still to this day, to this I'm day. pretty sure we get yeah. called liars, and but it's we like, tried. Yeah, we tried. And he was like, no, let him. Let him let him just just stay there. And, and the funniest part about this story is, is the day that he got out of jail, he showed up with a black eye because uh, some dude wanted his uh, pudding, and he wouldn't give it to him. So he got beat over a fucking thing of tapioca. So. And didn't his dad end up going and go ahead and getting him out yes, of jail like he got the next it, day anyhow? Yeah, it was he literally the next day and felt bad for him. And it's like, yeah, you taught your son a valuable lesson because he definitely walks up and down the fucking streets every day because he has no car and pretty sure that he tried to kill someone. So, yeah. But now Chad's going to pick up from where I got roped into this fucking disaster. So, so New Year's was falling apart and actually wasn't that same day wasn't that new year's like like wasn't that, that same was, day that or was like new year's eve that day yeah, yeah that that was new year's eve okay so and you threw this whole trip on me all at one time yeah so so i asked travis if he he would like to participate and go into chrome and and basically here's how it worked out travis is like yeah and i was like yeah bro like she's she's a good looking girl you'll you'll like her we'll all go have a great time and basically what happened was Travis and I go get a big old bottle of Jaeger, like the biggest bottle you can possibly purchase. And uh, we got a hotel room at the Holiday Inn at Exit 7. And we went back to the hotel room, and we just started pre-gaming pretty heavily. Time like, out. Way too much. Time out. Let me just tell you from my experience, what I heard in my head was, hey, Trav, you know what would be really cool? Yeah, dude, I've already got this uh, suite down at the Holiday Inn in Bristol. We can drive to Chrome. I got you a lady to hang out with. You know what I'm saying? You can hang out with her. And at this point in life, I was like, fuck it. I'll do it. You know what? Does she does she look good? And he goes, yeah, man. Yeah. And there was a lot of hesitation there that I did not pick up on. And I don't, I don't think there was there hesitation. Was, there was hesitation. You knew what you were doing. You Yeah. You, you knew, yes, you did. You <laughs> no, fucking no, did. I really and so, didn't know. And I was like, all right, well, what's the plan? And he was like, all right, we're going to go to Chili's. We're going to pregame. We're going to go buy all of this liquor. We're going to go back to the hotel room. We're going to fucking pregame the whole time until the girls show up, and then we're going to make them drive us to Chrome. And, and we I did. Was like, yes, and we and did. we did. But, I didn't but, lie. But, yes, and we did to a point. Uh, let me interject to real quick. Let's, let's, just, let's just, before we get to them coming to the, the hotel room door, let's talk about how much fun we had. Let's talk about like, one. We had some shots in the hotel room. We're like, yeah, we're going to have a great time tonight. We Do you remember to, how Travis had to get the liquor into the hotel room? I, I, I remember we had to sneak it because they didn't want to yes, take it Yes, because I was right? carrying like three bags of liquor through the lobby and the lady was like, hey. And I was like, what's up, girl? And she goes, because <laughs> I tried to throw some like 
some sly fucking pickup line. I don't know what it was. And she's middle-aged. Now, I'd say she's probably in her fucking late 20s at the time. I don't know. But she was not happy about the liquor in the bags. And she wouldn't let us fucking go up the stairs with them. And I was like, why can I not go? And she's like, because you can't. And I was like, I will prove you wrong, bitch. Like, you will fucking see, you know. And so we went outside and I grabbed all of the suitcases and piled them full of liquor. And then I was dragging all of them across the lobby. And you could hear clink, 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 <laughs> clink. <laughs> Just ran to the fucking elevator. But we did get it up there. And, and we went to Chili's. We, we had some pretty good food. We drank a couple beers. I think I was drinking Heineken back then. Ew. Yeah, I don't like it no more. It tastes like, uh, like, like what's that stuff that cats like to get them high or whatever? Catnip. Catnip. It tastes. It smells like catnip. I think it's just gross. I don't like it anymore. But anyhow, that's beside the point. So we pre-greamed pretty heavily. I mean, how how big are those really big bottles of Jaeger? What is that like a half gallon? How big? Either half are? gallon or a gallon. I don't know. It came with the squirt pump. That's all I know. Yeah, and we probably drank half of that before we even yeah, went to Chrome. Like we were pretty obliterated when the girls arrived, and I re- I will never forget. <coughs> and I'll let you. Take, take over in just a second yeah, but so but the girls knocked at the door oh yeah and travis walks over and looks at the people no so i'm dapper as fuck in my little outfit that i have okay i was i was rocking this shit ready to go maybe the picture of the four of us with the two girls faces blurred out should be the podcast episode picture jesus christ that would be fantastic i don't like that idea no because i'm the only one in the fucking picture you are not even <laughs> in the picture oh yeah because i was taking the yes picture, you took it I? oh no, <laughs> we are not using that. <laughs> so, I could Photoshop me in there. Yeah, just fucking no. <laughs> so I'm fucking dressed, ready to go, stoked, slightly intoxicated, and fucking I hear a knock on the door. I hear, and I was like, oh, shit, they here, Chad, you know, what's up? And I go to the fucking little peephole, and I look through, and I see Chad's girl, and then she moves to the side, and then I see this. I see something that looked like she had taken about fucking a two-inch wide trim brush, dipped that bitch in a bunch of bedazzles with super glue, and hit her fucking eyelids. Looked like a redneck ass, like snooky. And I look over at Chad, and I was like, "Hell no, hell no." What are you thinking? I'm not doing that. And he was like, "Open the door." And I was like, "Fuck you! I'm not opening the door. I don't want to go with her." So he opens the door. Guess what? She comes in. She's like, so I guess you're like my date tonight. And I was like, I don't really fucking want to be, you know, I don't want to be here either, bitch. You know, and we fucking hated each other from that point on. From that point on, we despised each other. Yeah, you guys just didn't hit it off at all. Not at all. Not at all. It was like complete polar opposite chemistries going on there. No, and you know what Chad done? He put me in the fucking back seat with her on the way to the club. Do you remember that? I, I don't remember yeah. putting you back there. Yes, no. Well, I think what it was was our, our driver, Susan, I had to sit up front with her to show her how to get to where we were going, which doesn't make much sense because I'm sure she probably was there a lot, and I'd only been there like once or twice for a concert. Which sucks because in the end, I still got fucked over. <laughs> and so, yeah, because the night only got yeah. better. Yeah, it only got better. So we roll up to Chrome. It is New Year's Eve. There is flashing lights everywhere. It looks like a goddamn Bruno Mars concert. Every, it's just fucking wild. And we walk through the door, and everybody's taking pictures. And, and you know, Chad and old Susan walk through the door, and they're like, you know, oh, arm in arm, doing whatever they're doing and posing. And then she's like, come take a picture with me. And I was like, fuck you. I'll take my own picture. So I walked out there, and then somehow there was, like, one picture of me by myself. I immediately go to the bar, start drinking. Chad coerces her into asking me to get on the dance floor with them. I am still fighting it at this point to not do such a thing. Are you looking for that goddamn picture? Yeah, because I, I feel find like it. you are. I have no clue yeah, where the picture's yeah. at. I'll find it one day. No, you don't. But yeah, and so Chad's like, "Yeah, you should get Travis to dance with you." And I was like, "No, I don't want to fucking dance with her." And then he was like, "Come on, Travis, come dance." And I was like, "No, I will not come out there." And I sat at the bar like a grumpy old man, and I drank to the point to where I'm pretty sure at one point I stood up, and it was like those weird camera angles that you see when like in like party movies where it's like, and the person's face <laughs> is like real up close to the camera, and the lights are like hitting off their fucking retinas and giving them damage and shit. And I just remember waking up at this table, <laughs> and then fucking 
gets to the bouncer come up and he's like you fall asleep again i'm putting you out and i was like yeah all right i'll be i'll stay awake i don't want to get my ass whipped you know and so i go on the dance floor to find chad because i'm just ready to fucking go i don't want to be here anymore i really don't and i hated every fucking second of most of that night and so i still go back to the bar and i'm slamming them still fucking slamming them Blacked out for like another 30 minutes, I'm guessing, somewhere along that line, only to be found on the dance floor beside Chad and his fucking lady while old redneck Snooky's off over there <laughs> fucking some Justin Timberlake doppelganger <laughs> or whatever the fuck he was, which is cool with me because that got her out of my fucking hair, and I don't give a shit about that. And I was like, Chad, I want to go. And then everybody was like, three, two, one. Happy New Year! And I was like, oh, it's time to go. Let's go. I don't want to be here. And then you were like, hold on, Trav. And I was like, I got to piss. Like, I've got to go. I've got to go piss. And, and where did you find me after that? You, you said you found me between two vehicles with my pants down, pissing in the parking lot while specific people walked by staring at me. And I bucked up with piss stream coming out. And I was like, were you fucking jealous? <laughs> and you were like, this is my friend. He's really drunk. Let me get him in the car. <laughs> yeah. That, that is pretty much exactly how, how it went down. And I, I, I don't remember. Did you ride in the front seat or the back? I on rode the way in the back? back because the fucking door was open. I had my seatbelt on. My head was about two inches from the fucking highway while I was puking. Yeah. It was, it was definitely some crazy times. Yeah. But, I woke up and, with the know. most extreme look of confusion on my face that next morning. Yeah, I did the same thing because I, I was the first one to wake up, and I wake up in this hotel room not remembering much of what happened the night before, trying to, you know, recollect on that. And I look over beside me, and there's Susan laying beside of me. And I was like, that's <laughs> Who's what, over there in the what, other bed? What? <laughs> and then I roll over and look in the other bed, and I see Travis, and I'm like, huh, maybe him and his date did work out, but I could have sworn that she left with somebody else. No, she left with, like, four other guys. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that definitely happened. She's the epitome and, uh, of a turbo thought. It's okay. <laughs> And uh, easy. And then I get on my <laughs> Facebook on my, I don't even think I had an iPhone. I was probably like an iPhone 4. I don't remember. But anyhow, I get on Facebook and I see that I'm in a relationship now with Susan. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I kind of get up and I walk over to the window and I kind of peek outside and I'm like, where are we? Okay, so we're in Bristol. We're at exit seven. We made it back. What happened last night? So then I try to go and sneak back into the bed without, you know, Susan waking up and I'm still trying to recollect things. And I'm like, like, at this point, I'm just waiting on you to wake up. And then you wake up and you roll over and you look at me and you're just like, look terrified. I'm like, it's okay, bro. We're at the Holiday Inn. Yeah, we're at the at Holiday Inn. We've Bristol. been roofied. Everything's okay. <laughs> it's fine. That was the shittiest yeah. fucking, dude, that drive home was so, I remember sitting at that fucking breakfast table that morning just yeah. looking across at you. And I was like, I don't want to even smell that bagel. Like, I don't want to look at it. I don't want to smell it. I'm going to go to the car. And I went to the car and I sat there in the same clothes that I wore out that night in a pair. No, I changed into a pair of blue gym shorts and I had this dress shirt on <laughs> and we didn't say a word to each other the whole ride from Bristol to fucking Marion. See, I don't remember anything past breakfast. I remember us sitting there at the breakfast table and just trying to figure out what happened exactly. And I remember Susan coming down. Then I remember you going outside and then, you know, she got in her car and left and then me and you left. But I don't remember the ride back from... Bristol Dude, to Marion. It, it was painful, dog. Like, did we listen to music? No, we, nothing? nothing. Just the sound of like a fucking sixteenth of an inch crack of that window. You know, it was like whose car was we even in? Was yours. it mine? Really? Yeah. I don't even remember what I was driving at the it time. Was, uh, I can't remember. Either. Was it my truck? Did I still have my truck then? No, it was your um. What was it? Was it a fucking Camaro? Oh yeah, I had that car yeah, then. Yeah, okay. Used to Katy Perry and that shit all the time. Yeah, we did. Not we. Not portal. Not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was all you. <laughs> I mean, I'll still bump some Katy Perry from time to time. Some good songs. The older stuff, not the newer stuff. Yeah. I don't really well, she kissed it. a girl and she liked it, so that's cool. Yeah, maybe I did too. You know? But I guess that was our New Year's <laughs> extravaganza of 2010. And just as that night had to come to a close, I guess so does this episode of the podcast. But definitely going to have some exciting stories. What was we even saying we were going to talk about in the next episode? I don't even remember now. Some story that I had oh, that I needed fuck. to tell. Uh, I guess I'll have to find it out when I re-listen to the episode and do some editing on this because I do not remember the story I'm yeah, supposed to I tell. Yeah, I have no fucking clue what that story was. Not at all. All right, everybody. Well, check us out on... When's the Facebook page going to be up? 
Uh, should be up by the time this episode airs. So Sweet. Well, we will then. have a Facebook page. Possibly a Patreon would be super cool. Actually, I'm pretty sure through Anchor, the, the site where we're hosting, you can actually subscribe to the podcast on there. You can do it for free, but there's also paid subscriptions. I think they started off at like a dollar a month or $5 a month. So very similar to the way that Twitch works. Yep. So you can go ahead and do that if you want to do it that way. We could also think about setting up a Patreon in the future if everybody is interested in that and have some extended cuts of the podcast episode and yep, maybe talk about some things. give us topics to talk about. Yeah, and we can talk about more in depth of some of the things that we maybe can't or don't want to mention on this particular main platform. So if you want to hear some more behind the scenes and stuff, definitely let us know if you like a Patreon. Also, on Anchor... If you go over there, be sure that you leave us some voice messages. You can leave some comments on what you thought of the episodes of the show. You can tell your own mini stories. I think you get like 60 seconds per voice message. So highly encourage you to do that if you'd like to be featured on the next episode. Absolutely. And please go to imperialtattoova.com. Give all the portfolios a look over. Go to our Instagram um, as well. It is on there. And give us a like, follow. And if you have been tattooed, give us a sweet review. Everybody have a good night. This was Stuff You Should Know. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Fucking quit. No. <laughs> <laughs>